Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. You may be aware of the story of a 33-year-old uh, singing star, Tom Parker, who was a member of the band uh, The Wanted. He tragically uh, passed away uh, earlier this year uh, due to cancer. He uh, was married to a lady called Kelsey. Uh, two children tragically left them all behind. Um, well, the grieving widow of The Wanted's Tom Parker has found love again with an electrician. That's irrelevant, really. But friends of uh, Kelsey Parker say she's uh, grown close to a man called Sean eight months after Tom's death. Uh, the 39-year-old was uh, by her side at a pal's wedding in Greenwich in South London last month. A guest said, It's early days and she has a lot on her plate, but he's shown her so much support. They were kissing and looked loved up. Uh, the news of Kelsey's uh, new relationship, though, has re- received mixed reactions. And this is what I want to talk to you about. Um, how soon, or is, is there ever too soon to move on? That's really the question that we want to ask you, because here's some of the comments that were made on one particular uh, social media post about this story. I see all the experts on uh, grief out in full force. I wonder how long ye all waited uh, since ye seem to know it's too soon for her. If she is happy, then good for her. Just because she's moving on with her life, it doesn't mean she didn't love her husband any less. She'll be grieving him for the rest of her life, but life has to go on. That's one message. Another message says, If she can find uh, somebody else to make her and her children happy, who are we to judge? She will never find another uh, love like her and Tom, but that, uh, but she can't be alone and single forever. And another message says, um, everyone's grief uh, is their own. Best wishes to her. She doesn't deserve judgment, but in her very uh, young life, she deserves happiness. But then there were some very negative comments. And this is really what I want to focus on. Honestly, He's not cold in his grave, says one. Another message said, For someone who was so in love with her husband, it didn't take long. Another one, Bloody hell, she didn't waste any time. Poor Tom, eight months is no time at all. Uh, Wonder what his bandmates make of this. And then finally, Poor Tom isn't even cold in the ground. Guess he didn't mean too much to her. They're just some of the comments. Now, the fact of the matter is that He's gone. He has passed away, sadly. And he's not coming back. And she's a young woman. And life has to go on, does it not? Well, that's the question that we want to ask you. Our number is 087-188-008. Because this is a conversation that uh, gets had in families regularly. If somebody tragically passes away... um. Do you, at any point, move on? When do you move on? How soon is too soon? 087-188-0008 is our number. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp, or a WhatsApp voice note to that number. 087-188-0008. 
Eight months, Karen, uh, after the passing of her husband, it's kind of irrelevant who she is or who her husband was, but eight months later, she's back loved up in a new relationship. What do you make of that? I, I really don't think it's anybody's business at the end of the day. Um, you know, he had a very public death, would you say? You yes, know, he did, yes. He was sick for a long time. There was a lot of grieving there, I would imagine, prior to his death, as a couple, what they grieved. And she is a young girl, and the reality is they probably had this conversation. I'm sure, you know, he didn't want her to spend the rest of her life on her own. Um, So whether or not it was, like, eight months or eight years, I don't think that matters. Obviously, she's at a particular point in her grieving process where this is what she needs right now. She just maybe needs somebody to look after her. Um, so I don't think it's for anyone to judge or to call. You don't know the backstory. You don't know the conversations that they would have had while he was dying. Mm. You know. Yeah, no, absolutely you wouldn't. Um, but people are very quick to judge, though, on something absolutely, like this. yeah. Yeah. And as I said, I mean, obviously his, um, his death it was very high profile. This happens in families regularly that wouldn't be so high profile. No, no. And I know, look, I know of a family where one of them died very suddenly and two years later, the other, part, the other person in the relationship had moved on um, and, and who died. Their family found it extremely difficult. Um, but again, you don't know the conversations that go on in a relationship. I had a conversation with my husband that if I was to die tomorrow... I don't want him to spend the rest of his life on his own. I no. love him. I want him to be happy. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how I would feel. And I would like to think that he feels the same. That's not to say I'm going to go off and meet somebody or find somebody. But if it happens, don't you want the spouse that's left to be happy for the rest of their life? Hmm. It's a long life to live on your own. And if she's saying somebody that makes her and her children happy, well, then so be it. Isn't it great that she's happy? And she had a lovely life with her husband while he was here. But as you said, he's not here. He's not coming back. So what's she supposed to do? Go around mourning for the rest of her life? Yeah, and I, I'm just wondering how people feel about, uh, you know, this notion of, of judging, of, of, ma- of making your uh, opinion known to every... Do you know what I mean? And I remember, yeah. and it's awful to even mention it, and I, I, I kind of... It's just to come up in the office earlier on, uh, you will be aware, of course, of the story of Michaela McAreevy, who was tragically uh, murdered on her honeymoon in uh, Mauritius. And her husband, John, subsequently went on and got remarried. And, mm-hmm. and people were shocked by that, which I just don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand it myself. Um, I really don't. It's nobody's business. Um, and again, there's somebody who had this really public thing to go on in their life. And now he's happy. She's not coming back. So what's he meant to do? Just mm. sit and be miserable for... Like, what's he meant to do? Just sit and be miserable and let part of himself die until he dies himself? That's no way to live your life. I just think for people to throw judgment, it's, it's just a horrible, horrible thing to do. Um, it's not your business. You are not in that position. Okay, now, and just reading you know, some of the, the comments about this lady in particular, it says... Eight months is no time at all. Uh, she obviously, di- I guess he didn't mean too much to her. Oh my God, so harsh. Isn't it? So harsh and absolutely no need for it. Like, I'm sure she herself 
is coming to terms with the fact that here she is and she has met somebody and maybe she never thought she'd be there again. She didn't go out necessarily looking for someone, you know. It just happened. And isn't that great that she's at a point where she is happy? I'm sure she still has days where she cries and gets upset and wonders why did this happen? Mm-hmm. You, you know, just because you move on doesn't mean you've forgotten. Okay, so the question then is, how soon is too soon? And eight months is really what a lot of people are focusing in on, that in this particular incident, uh, he died only eight months ago. As you said, it was a very public uh, passing, and she was a, a, a grieving widow very publicly, and now she's already in a new relationship eight months later. That's the bit that people are shocked by. I think if he died eight years ago, you would still have them same people throwing judgment. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe you're right, but not as much as eight Probably months. Probably not as much, but you know, again, we don't know the fact. Sorry, give your hands full there by the sounds of it. <laughs> just, just one, just one. Um, but we don't know. Like maybe he was someone who was in the fam, like you know, friends with the family, or there could have been a prior relationship there to some extent. You know, no, not, that, not, not, not that it makes any difference, really, does no, it? No, well, it doesn't make any difference, but it it could very well answer why it was so quick after the, the death of her husband. Mm. Okay, we'll stay there for one second if you can, please, Karen. 087-188-0008 is our number. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp, or do what Morris did and send us a WhatsApp voice note to that number. 087-188-0008. Afternoon, Adrian. How are you doing? Yeah, I was just listening to the comments there. Um, anybody that I know in their age bracket who have lost partners, male or female, would always want their partner to be happy and find love again, regardless of a time. You know, it's never too late for love, but it's never too early for love. If that guy proves out to be the person that she wants to spend the rest of her life with and is willing to take on holding her children, and they're happy, you know, like, what are you supposed to do? Hang around and be a widow, wear black for two years? Like in the olden days. Remember when people used to walk around with a black diamond on their arm to say they were in mourning or their house blinds would be pulled for two weeks? You know, life, life was to celebrate. You celebrate people's lives now. You don't sit around moping about them because you lost them, you know? I think fair play to her. It's never too late or too young uh, or too early for love. So, uh, yeah, fair play to her. I'm sure he'd want her to be happy. And if he is looking down from pearly gates up above, he go... Well, look at that. Isn't she, isn't she an amazing woman to go through all she did with me and now she's found love again. Happy house. Cheers, Morris. All right, Morris. Thanks very much indeed. 087-188-0008. As I said, this is a conversation that happens in, uh, in many families. When somebody sadly passes away um, and the other person who's left behind moves on, in some cases, the family view it as... Moves on too quickly. Samantha, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hi, Samantha. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Samantha. What did you want to say? That's good. I just want to say I'm delighted for her that she's found somebody. Life can be very hard and people have to be mindful of everybody's situation. Not everybody is the same. We all grieve different times. And she's a young woman. And thankfully, she's found somebody to make her happy again. And we should all appreciate that for her instead of judging her. I know it's it's the eight months thing, though, I think is the issue here, that it is too soon. 
I think whether it's eight months, eight years, eight weeks, whatever it is. If we okay, let, let's more. let's look at okay, it's eight months we're talking about here. If it were eight weeks, people would have a problem. We don't know the conversations that they had with each other before he passed. Mm-hmm. We don't know whether they put in place something and he probably said to her, I want you to go on and enjoy your life. It doesn't matter to me when I'm gone how long it is before you meet somebody. I just want you to be happy. I want the family to be happy. I want you to move on. You have to remember the age as well. Do you know what I mean? It's not like years ago. Do you know? It's different now. It's completely different. I know, but it, it, it seems... A lot of people, the, the feeling that a lot of people have on this is it's a sign of, of disrespect to the partner that has passed away, that you were able to move on with your life, as, as many people said, um, not even cold in the ground, and uh, she's moved on with her life. That, that's, that's horrible for people even uh, to make that comment. It's and a lot of them, I mean, one of the first comments we came across was, honestly, he's not even cold in his grave. Disgusting. Disgusting to make a comment like that. Absolutely disgusting. And who are they to judge? Do you know? Nobody knows what tomorrow holds for us. So let's be just grateful that she has found somebody to support her in this time she's going through, you know? And as I say, maybe they made a plan between each other before and said, look, if anything ever happens, I want you to get on with your life. I want you to be happy. I don't want you mourning me. I don't want you sitting in black in the house depressed, especially if you've young children. And they do, well, she does have young children, yeah. Well, don't be a go. I mean, all the better that she's found somebody that wants to take on her and the children, whether it's a friendship, whether it's long-term, whatever it is, companionship, love, whatever it is, that's her own business. And I wish her the best of luck going forward. And and that's great to hear. Uh, But then you aren't related to him? I mean, a lot of people, relatives True. would have, uh, might have an issue. His family may have, no, I don't know if they do, but um, families might have an issue if the other half moves on straight away. Do you know what I, I understand you... what you're saying completely, yeah. I understand, and I know that you have to be mindful of the family as well, of his family too. But do you know what? I think if they're the type of people that he sounded like he was, you know, they'll want the best for her and the kids too. Do you know, they'll be glad that she has support too. I'd be very shocked if they weren't, do you know? Okay, well, stay there for one second because this is uh, this is interesting. I want to move on to uh, Karen, another Karen. And uh, Karen, you find found yourself um, tragically widowed uh, just over a year ago. Is that right? Uh, that's right, Adrian. Oh, well, I'm really sorry to hear that, Karen. Thank you, thank you. October 21. Okay, so Mm -hmm. it's still very raw, I should imagine. Yeah, it is amazingly um, raw. And that's even this morning when I read that headline, I thought, wow, you know, for me, I know people are talking about, oh, she's a young woman, she's this, she's that, she's the other. It's not too young or old to find love. It's, you know, all these things. But Mm. I, I think... To be honest, those comments that are coming are coming from people who aren't widowed. You know, it, but the amount of people that said to me, I mean, I was 56, so the amount of people that said to me, oh, you're a young woman, you know, and you think, shit, it doesn't, you know, you can't, you can't replace that person. So even after 13 months, I mean, he's still 
present in my life, in everything I do. I and can. probably always will be. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I don't understand how you could, you know, plan a day w- without having them in the thoughts. So how do you, you know, it would be like having two husbands, um, if you know what I mean, because they're still so present in everything you do, think, say, and plan. Okay, now in your situation, it may, well, you, let's let's see if it is. You were uh, with your husband 33 years. Mm, yes. And he passed away, as you said, uh, 13 yes. months ago. Mm. Um, that's a long, long time. Now, in mm. the case of uh, this other couple, they were together for many years, but not not 33. No. Um, they did have two young children together. Um, they were together f- from 2009 until he passed away. So over 10 years, but not 33 years. No. Um, and she's still only 32 or 33 or whatever. Yeah. Is there a difference there, do you think, because she's younger? I, I, maybe, maybe there is, maybe there is. I mean, I remember my poor mother-in-law when she passed away, she was 67. I would have been 29. And I thought that she was an old, old woman mm. at that stage. So I suppose... In your 20s, your early 30s, you really have no concept on on age and, and you know, things do go over your head a lot. Um, so maybe, maybe her children are younger, maybe she's younger. And, and I'm not like, and I said in my text, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever, you know, I wouldn't think somebody is right or wrong for doing what they're doing. Um, because if, if she wants to be happy and this is her moving on. But for me, I don't understand how somebody can move on. And uh, you, you, say the, you say friends and family have said things to you like you're only a young woman. And at 56, you are only a young woman now, let's be honest. <laughs> he, said, he said ever so optimistically because you're, you're, you're only a year older than me. I'm only a young man, so I <laughs> reassure yeah. myself. But uh, the point being, um, uh, Karen, that... What is your reaction when people say that to you, that you're only a young woman and maybe you can move on? Yeah, I I think it comes from, it maybe comes from a good place. Um, people say I don't doubt things, it does. Uh, yeah, but it really has no, it has no meaning, to be honest. I mean, a friend of mine, she lives in Canada, um, and 18 months ago, her husband, he contracted COVID. Um, he went into a coma and 10 days later, she had to turn off the machine. Um, and people said to her, within six months, would you marry again? And it, it just seems so, you know, I haven't even, I haven't even um, tidied away. I haven't even given away anything or, or given anything to charity shops belonging to my husband because it, it would seem disloyal. Uh, it, your, your common sense part of your brain says yeah you need to do this and you need to sort out them cupboards and wardrobes and stuff but the emotional your heart side says no you can't because it's like throwing away that person so I don't know how you could enter into another relationship you know and be intimate with another person that soon I just you know for me I just I just so I don't know if soon eight months eight years whatever I just think that eight months she hasn't allowed herself the time to even grieve that person properly and anybody who says we all grieve in different ways is correct Mm. 
But anybody who says, oh, she's young, if he's looking from up above, he'd want her to go on. I'm sure my husband would. But, and I'm sure I would if it was a different way around. But it's not how you feel that person that's left behind. Well, okay. I was mentioning about families and uh, and so on about mm-hmm. the effect that you know his family, for example, might be hurt that she's moved on. I want to play a message. This is slightly different, but I want you to have a listen uh, to uh, this message that's just come in to me. Okay, Adrian, when my son passed away twelve years ago, his girlfriend found a new boyfriend after three months. It broke my heart. It was like a debt all over again. I think they should consider everybody else around them as opposed to just themselves. But the relationship won't be happy anyhow because she's still in mourning and it'll be a difficult relationship. But he might be there to support her. I wish her the best of luck. But it affects the whole family. Okay, so that was her reaction when her son passed away and his girlfriend took up with somebody new after a couple of weeks. Mm. And she found that hurtful as the mother. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she would. I mean, you know, look, your life is very lonely after your partner passes, irregardless of your age, because they're they are your love, you know. And I, I understand why people would want, you know, emotional. Um, contact with another person and I understand all that but I I, you know I can so understand another family being hurt are their children I mean my children are 25 and 29 Um, and after 13 months I could not imagine ever 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 introducing another person into their life because at this stage I, I, I don't know at any stage but I mean I'm I'm sure they wouldn't understand. Mm. My own father, my mother is going to be 84 next month and my own father is dead seven years. And I would still find it hard if there was another person. And I understand company and I understand moving on and I understand, but you know, the human side of you, I so understand what that lady is saying because like he was, he was her son, that girl was her family. And now that girl is no longer her family. Correct. And it's like her son. When my husband passed away, you know, when his death certificate came in four months later, it was like he died again. When his headstone went up, it was like he died again. Yeah. So I can't imagine a family dealing with all of that and having to deal with a third party in that relationship. Do you ever, I know this is a strange question for a stranger to ask you but could you ever see yourself moving on and what i mean what i mean by that is taking up in a new relationship or have you resigned yourself to staying on your own um i you know for me there would never be another dermot never no well obviously yeah so i don't think so no you don't think you could ever move on? Could ever? No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I don't think anybody could ever take. You know, I, I don't think I would have enough to give to another person, and have what I had with my husband. Because he's listening oh, he to you. He's still present. Yeah, yeah. And he was everything. The rawness after 13 months 
is kind of is the reason that you couldn't possibly think of taking up with somebody new. Yeah, um, I I have friends who have been uh, widowed. I know people that have. I know people that have moved on very quickly. I know people that have never moved on. Um, I think you know. And, and that's what I said, even in the beginning, I would never, I would never think anybody's right or wrong for doing what they're doing. But I just, for me, I, I don't know how after eight months or a year or whatever, like especially with this girl that we're talking about, eight months, that she has, you know, I don't know how she, she can like have an emotional or, or a physical relationship with another person, even though she's 32. Um, it just seemed too, way, way too early in, in her process of grief. So for me, I know I'm a different age. I know I'm in a different world. I know I'm in a different um, place. But I, I, I know, as I think at the moment, I could never, ever, ever have another relationship. Well, you know the expression, never say never, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, well, you never know what's around the corner. You know, we, we came home from holidays on Saturday, the 9th of October last year, and on the 12th, he went to work and never came home. So, you know, life... Oh, it, it, it was strange. that sudden he hadn't been sick, had oh, he not? no, 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 he had a massive heart attack. <sighs> yep, he went to work. And by lunchtime, he was gone. So, wow. so know, you didn't, uh, and even differently to this young woman that we're talking about, she had yeah, time she in her own head to prepare. Yeah. yeah. You were yeah. just back from a holiday. Yeah, just back from two weeks on holiday. We had a great time. And yeah, he, he just went to work and never came home yet. So oh, that was, is awful. No, I can... Yeah. Now, I have a better understanding even as to how that is so raw with you still um, yeah. over a year later. My God, that's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. My heart goes but out still, to you, Karen. You know, life life is strange. Life it is. is strange for everybody, but, you know, uh, that's why, I suppose, you shouldn't judge people too harshly and you shouldn't criticise people because nobody knows what, you know, the reason for for doing what you do. So you know, I I just think good luck to this girl. Um, she's a young girl. Um, I hope she does find happiness. I wonder if she will because I think, you know, maybe maybe this relationship will work. Maybe it won't. I I just find that I probably I don't know. I don't know. I just think that it's probably very soon to actually give even part of your heart to somebody else. I feel I even know Dermot at this stage to <laughs> listen to the way you, you talk so uh, lovingly. I have to say, Karen, I, I admire your uh, your bravery in speaking so openly about what you've been through. I can completely understand how after the way uh, in which you lost your husband, um, you, just even the thought of moving on at this moment is just far too soon for you. Um, oh, and, that, yes. and that's the point. But as I said... Never say never. You never know what's around the corner. And I wish you nothing but the be- best of health and happiness, Karen. Thanks very much Hi. indeed for talking Thank to me. Thank you very much. Okay, right. bye-bye. What a lovely lady.
You're listening to Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. We're going to take some more calls on this straight after the break. And this is Adrian Kennedy with you until uh, two o'clock this afternoon. I hope you're enjoying the programme. We're in the middle of a conversation um, all to do with social media backlash, which I thought was a little bit much, if I'm to be honest. But it was all uh, relating to... Um, Tom Parker was a singer with the band The Wanted and he uh, tragically passed away earlier this year at the age of just uh, 33 uh, from cancer. It was very public at the time. Um, he left behind his uh, his widow, Kelsey, and uh, two young children, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Eight months later, Kelsey Parker, who's 32, has struck up a new relationship. And people online were saying such horrible, horrible things. Bloody hell. She didn't waste any time. Poor Tom. Eight months is no time at all. Wonder what his bandmates make of this. That's just one of the comments. And there were worse. And the question that we're asking you is, why do people get so upset over stuff like this? Why do people get so bothered? I mean, one of the first comments to come in... Kelsey Parker did not love Tom. End of story. She had two children with the man. She was with him since she was a teenager. 087-188-0008 is our number. You can send us a text to WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note. John, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you, John? Not too bad, Adrian. How are you? Uh, I'm good, thank you, John. John, you yourself are a widower, is that right? I am. Okay, and... What did you want to say? You you believe that there is no such thing as too soon? Well, I'll tell you now my situation is. Uh, my wife passed away 16 years ago last week, actually. Okay. And uh, she was very young. She's 39. Wow. Um, I, have a, I had a five-year-old, two-year-old at the time. But uh, my circumstances is I couldn't be bothered meeting somebody after that. And to this day, I can't. Oh, really? No. 16 no, years later? No, no interest whatsoever. And I, I have had family members saying, oh, you'll meet somebody, you'll do this and that. And no, it's not my thing. But that's a personal thing. Because you just couldn't be bothered or...? It's not. No, no, she was the love of my life. And it, it, just, it, it just, for me, no, no, no. Because, okay, I, I understand that uh, your late wife was the love of your life. Obviously, that's why you married her in the first place. Mm. Um, and getting over the past, especially at such a young age again, that's 39. But yeah. um, your point is that you could never get over uh, her her passing. Obviously, you, you've gotten on with your life and whatever. Is it a case that... You would feel you betrayed her if you got into a new no, relationship? No, Nothing no, like that, no, no? Oh, no, not at all. No, no, no. It, it, that's just my own feeling. Um, and as a, as a matter of interest, we were speaking to Karen a while ago, and obviously yeah. uh, the way in which her husband passed, it was so sudden, um, they would never have had a, co- a conversation about after he passed because he passed away so suddenly. Did your wife pass away suddenly, or was no, she sick? Daddy, yeah, no, no, no. No, um, it was instant, you know. Sorry, say that again? It was instant, it was, you know, very sudden. Oh, right, so just like Karen. So you'd never obviously had conversations about what might happen after you die or anything like that, because you were only young. 
Yeah, no, yeah, no. We did have conversations uh, like that. But um, my brother uh, passed away there a couple of years ago. And he always had conversations with his wife and saying, like, if he, you know, goes or whatever, you move on. Because um, it's different, you see, because some people need somebody in their life and some people don't. If that makes any sense. It does make perfect sense. Yeah. And and you're one of those people who doesn't need somebody in your life. No, I don't. I'm happy away, you see. Uh, Do you ever think of, I mean, like somebody just messaged in a minute ago uh, about Karen who was on um, and basically said, I I think Karen needs to go on to Tinder and move on. Now, I wouldn't even know what Tinder is, to be honest with you. I don't think Tinder is where Karen needs to be now, to be honest with you. But uh, so, John, you're 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 happy on your own. You don't feel the need for another Not relationship. One bit of it's it. nothing to do with feeling you'd be betraying your wife or whatever. No, no um, it's nothing like. But as I say, uh, my sister-in-law, uh, she got married there about two months ago. Remarried after nearly two years of my brother dying, but they had the conversation. I've just gotten another message, and I wanted to get your reaction to this. Um, it was the person who I'll read the full t- tread. Uh, Kelsey Parker did not love Tom. End of story. He's barely cold. That wasn't true love. Um, if I uh, died, I would haunt my husband if he moved on so quickly and his new woman. Well, you see, no, no. That's dreadful. It, it is dreadful. And the thing is, and that lady said before, unless you go through the process of somebody passing away, your loved one or whatever. You haven't got a clue, and you've no right to say anything, unless it happens to you. Okay, so, you know, family saying, oh, you know, this, that, and the other, but unless it happens to you, you haven't got a clue how it feels. Uh, but uh, you're in a happy place, are you? I'm in a happy place, yeah. And that happy place doesn't need to involve somebody else? No. Good for you. That's great to hear, John. But it's the same, my sister-in-law, um, she got married there, oh, about two months ago, mm-hmm. after two years of my brother dying, but she needed somebody. She met up with Noah Flame and stuff like that, and he's a lovely fella. Okay, and you no issue, you didn't think that was Not too quick? one bit of it, no. If you're happy, you're happy. That's brilliant. Um, and uh, like I said, and, uh, John, do you, would you... I was saying to Karen a while ago, you know, never say never. She was saying she doesn't think she could uh, get into a new relationship. And I said, never say never. If I say never say never to you, how would you respond? I would never say never. You'd never say never? No, you can't do that. You see, you know, whatever happens, happens. You don't know what's going to come around to you. But for me, it happens. And, um... and, and you're not out looking anywhere? No. 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 Good to talk to you, uh, John. Thanks very much indeed. Let me go to Anne-Marie. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Hi, Anne-Marie. Hi, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Anne-Marie. Um, also a widow of, of, of three years now. Yeah. And what's your reaction to what you've been hearing? I, I don't know. I can't get my head around how people seem to have the right to comment on situations that they don't find themselves in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like that, like that message I read out a moment ago. Uh, yeah. If I died, I'd haunt my husband if he moved on so quickly. Like, you, until you're in that moment that you've lost the love of your life, the father of your children, there is no book, there is no course, there's nothing you can do to tell you how to grieve, how to live your life after that person has passed. If there was a book, I'd love to write it because I'd become a millionaire. Because there's no certain way how you should grieve and move on with your life. Everyone's situation is different. Everyone's emotions are different. So it, it, it makes no sense to me how even the husband's family or wife's family that are left behind, how they have the right to tell you that it's too soon or even them to tell you that oh you're a young person you shouldn't be happy and find someone they have no right to even comment back to you it's it's your situation it's 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 rude if you ask me for someone to tell you that oh you're a young person and you should move on and you know it, it, no one in there should have the right to tell you that and uh, let me find out then your situation um widowed three years uh, yeah. t- tell me about your your husband um, my husband went to work one morning and never came home. He had a workplace accident. Oh, my God. Um, and never came home. And, uh, like, the love of my life, out of my three kids. Um, so nothing, nothing prepares you for that. He was only a month before his 40th birthday. So he was young. I'm still young. I'm only 38. Um, so, well, it's, it's, it's just maddening to me that people have seen that they think they have an input. Like, at the end of the day... Everyone is, uh, I know from the outside in, if you don't experience it, everyone is around you for that month that you lose your husband and everyone's there, I'll call and you won't be on your own. But it, everyone disappears very, like, very quickly. You have your, you have your, your foundation friends that were all, will always be there and stuff. I know, but those but that I mean, all rallied around at, uh, at the yeah, time kind of disappear, the time, yeah. They disappear and the hustle and bustle stops. And you're left in on a Friday night or a Saturday night, sitting at home watching watching a film by yourself because your kids are too old to be sitting with you now. Which is which is, is fair enough. They have kids have their own thing going on, and they're too school too cool and you know to watch television with their mom. But that's what it is. Um. So like, if you do choose to move on, who's anyone else to say that it's too soon or not soon enough? Because. I, I think it's probably because we all grieve in different ways and we're all yeah, affected by things in different ways. You heard the message that I played yeah. earlier on, the uh, the woman yeah. whose son died and the girlfriend had moved on within weeks. She yeah. found that That's, very upsetting. Well, she thought, like, I know she found it very upsetting, but, like, what I'm saying is, like, that that mother of, of her son, I, I presume, still had her husband at home to sit down at night and have dinner with and... And to go into bed and chat about the day with, like, you don't understand what it's like until you're in our situation. It, it, it's just, it's mind-boggling that, that people think it's okay to tell someone how and when they should move on. It, like, it just doesn't make sense. And let me ask you then, from, uh, from your situation, is it something you could ever see yourself doing? Like, like the previous, like, I, I'd say never say never, but, like... At the moment, and I don't think a lot, like anyone has said it, the internal guilt that we feel even thinking about moving on is horrendous. So for, that's for interesting. Person, that's interesting. So even to have this conversation, 
Yeah. And uh, even to contemplate it feels yeah. disrespectful. It feels dis- even to think about it, it feels disrespectful. Like, um, fortunately, I go to counselling. You have. I think everyone should should work on themselves. And I've hit myself a lot by going to counselling and stuff. But I just feel like not a lot of people acknowledge it that it's it's the internal guilt or the disrespectfulness of your partner that has passed. That if you even move on, that you you yourself you know that. And it's, it, you don't, you're not disrespecting him or, or her or whoever, but the fact that it, they don't realise that you are battling internally, that if you do move on or think about moving on. So for someone to actually move on, they should get more credit than they deserve because it's a hard thing to do. Do you know? Mm. It, it, so is it because... Is it because, okay, you just said yourself, Amory, that it feels almost disrespectful even to have this conversation. Yeah. Okay, and that's yeah. fine. Um, is it, do people feel strongly about this because of what you just said, that they see it as disrespectful? But, but I don't understand how it can be disrespect to, to them, I say, to his, to his family, we say. That caller that, that said that, he's, that, that the voice knows that she felt there was disrespect to her son that she moved on so quickly. It's like he was your husband. You lost him from your life. I know they lost a son or a brother or thing, but like day to day, every day, he was with you like most of the time. He was in your sitting room. He was eat, eating dinner together. That We did everything together. So it's like at the end of the day, you have lost your person. So it's like, and, and as the caller before me said, some people crave that they, they want to be with someone, that they need to be with someone. And I can understand that. Me, I don't need to be with anyone. But I obviously, I'll never say never that I wouldn't move on. But I just think no one has the right to comment on someone else's life. No, but I think I think it's people feeling they need to represent the opinion that they've just heard from somebody like you, that you feel it's even disrespectful to have this conversation. So if it is disrespectful to have this conversation, then other people take that on board. Do you know what I mean? And and they say things... I know what you're saying, but I suppose it's not even... It's not disrespect to have the conversation. I just think people feel like they, they, they should say something. And it's like, why should you say something? Okay, but uh, so for example, uh, with regard to this uh, lady moving on, poor Tom uh, isn't even cold on the ground. Guess he didn't mean too much to her. But again, like, who is to say that they, like, that, that, like, Tom was sick with a long time. He knew, he, he knew he was, you know, he was passing. Who's to say that they didn't have that conversation, that he, he was quite happy with her moving on? And but for her, for people to be writing stuff like that, even that, that text a while ago saying if my husband moved on, I'd haunt him and the, the wife. That's, that's ludicrous. Mm. Like, do you not want your partner that you are leaving behind to be happy? Do you want them to be miserable for the rest of their life? And that's it. And, but unfortunately for people like yourself, Anne-Marie, and, and in fact the other callers, all of the uh, widows or widowers we spoke to, uh, were bereaved very suddenly, so never even had a conversation about what happens to life after they pass away. And that's the hardest part for yeah. most people like myself that, that you don't get the chance to have those conversations. Absolutely, yeah. But like Thomas was sick with a while, so hopefully they they had those chances to have those conversations. And if she's happy and her kids are happy, 
That's all that matters. Absolutely. Who would anyone say any, anything different? Anne-Marie, I wish you well. I, I really appreciate you talking to me. And uh, as I've said to our previous callers, never say never. Never say never. Thank you. Good again. to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh.